0: yippee
1: Kaye, mother... Welcome to Five Movie Madness. Can you bleep that, Joe?
2: <laughs> like uh, do you really want me to?
1: Bleep, no. bleep the curse part. If okay, you can. got it.
2: Otherwise, I'm redoing it. <laughs> I'm just going to bleep out yippee Kaye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Five Movie Madness. I'm your host, Matt Jansen. And as always, I'm joined by
2: Mr. Joe. We mostly record at night. Mostly. <laughs> and court.
3: It's because we were inverted.
1: Nice. Good ones, guys. I like it.
3: Uh, if you haven't
1: guessed, we are ranking our top five 80s action movies. 80s action movies. Action movies means many different things. There's many different subgenres. But as long as it took place in the 80s, we're good to go.
2: 1980s. 1980s. 80s, that's
1: right. Yes. Good. 1980s.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> How'd you guys do with this list? Easy. Hard. Too many to pick from.
3: Hard. It was. It was a lot to pick from. I had to really try to stop myself from falling into a certain like subgenre. Like there are movies that are probably I like more, but I'm like I don't want this list to be all this type of film like I actually want to have like some like quote-unquote stereotypical 80s movies on here like action movies so this is a harder list than I expected
2: there's so many to pick from I'm gonna be honest with you guys I'm pretty sure my list is the chalkiest chalk to ever chalk <laughs> but I'm okay with it
3: I uh, that's it's gonna be hard to, to beat my chalk I'm not gonna lie. I to have you. some
1: chalk as well although there's one or two movies I purposely discluded from this list because in my mind I have a Because you knew we would talk about No. It? I, in my mind I have a different definition of
2: action movie.
1: Like I, I okay. not, and I tell okay. you like I think explosions and I think of dudes with big muscles.
2: <laughs> I also mostly thought so, of that. I tried
1: to Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's I, I, I tried to live there as But much again as as there's sci fi but...
1: action, there's action adventure. I mean there's so many like different um ways you can go with this. So it should be uh, yeah. pretty interesting once we actually reveal our fives. They're either
2: going to be very the same or completely different.
1: I think uh, we'll have some commonality for
2: sure. Like usual. It'll be the same as always. Pretty much. That's kind of how
1: (laughs) this show goes. Um, Anything crazy happening to you guys over the last couple of weeks? Nothing?
2: We had a Uh, a ton of snow. Lots of snow. Lots of Pokemon Go. That's been my life.
3: Are you actually walking around or are you uh just I work just happy? One of the places I oh, work now right.
2: has a bunch of Pokestops, stops, so I just kinda swipe while I'm annoyed waiting for things. Very cool.
3: That's that's awesome. I, I used to work in and that was a Pokemon oh, hotspot. Yeah. So when I was at work at the bar and the bar was quiet, it's all I would do. I would spend on certain Saturdays when like it was like really dead, I'd spend like seven hours playing. I would just sit there with my phone open and just
2: <laughs> walk in wait circles. For th-
3: I didn't have to walk in circles. I was just, like, right in the middle of town, so things would pop up when they
2: popped up. and you I would. those steps for those eggs.
3: Yeah, it's, that was the only downside is I could never hatch eggs.
2: Yeah. Pokemon Go. What about you, Matt? I went
1: down a weird uh, YouTube rabbit hole, like, last week, and it was, like, okay. really bizarre. So I told you guys about that Disgraceland podcast I listened to. Where it's, it's a true yep. crime music podcast, so it's musical artists that's committed. Oh, crimes. that's right. Yes. So one of the first episodes this guy did was um, Michael Alleg. I don't know if you guys know who that is because I never heard of him. No idea. So there was this thing in the uh, 90s in New York City, late 80s, early 90s, called Club Kids. And there were these people that would go around to different clubs dressed up as crazy individual things it's really hard to explain There were like example needed one would dress up like a troll one would be in a chicken costume there were there were guys and girls going by nicknames and it was a thing
2: so like ravers
1: yeah like pre-ravers it was different themed clubs that they would go to they were they're on all these talk shows about like like this was like their career. They were getting paid to show up to these different events, but they didn't do anything besides dress up. Paid by like, who? By club owners. It was it was such a bizarre thing. As like a talking piece, I guess. I, I don't know, but other people would imitate them. It was it was it's so, so strange. And um, this this okay. guy Michael Alec was like the king of the club kids, and he actually committed a murder, and it's it's a really bizarre story. It's, 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 it's insane how he told everybody he did it and nobody believed him.
3: And then, like, the the story, because oh, kind of, it, it was, like, weird. so,
1: like, out of character for him to do such a thing. And...
3: That they, like, almost didn't believe it.
1: Yeah, and...
2: A reporter. Oh, you and your crazy story. A
1: reporter. Well, he like kind of lied constantly, so it was like, oh, this is something. This this person. Oh, so then okay, that makes more sense. But then this reporter for the Village Voice kind of like ran the story, excluding all the names. Like, oh, this is like the hot rumor on the street, and he detailed exactly what happened with it. And then the police kind of took notice, investigated it, and uh, I don't want to. Well, if you're into, you're basically. If if you're into (laughs) true crime, it's it's really. Bizarre and interesting. It's one of the really weird murder stories out there, I guess. And uh, yeah, if you don't know what a club kid is, YouTube club kid and like Joan Rivers, because they're like on on all those sketchy talk, uh, not sketchy talk, those like early '90s talk shows. It's like yeah, it's 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 bizarre. So
2: Joan Rivers on the red carpet with a bunch of club kids.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. So I actually, it's it's funny that you mentioned that story in particular. So I started um, with my lovely week off from school uh me and and the wife have binged more content than i feel comfortable admitting um for example we completely finished cobra kai from like
2: from episode one to,
3: not quite like towards like halfway to like three quarters of the way through season one all the way to being done it i don't
2: think it's that long um, right it's like three seasons, no, three, seasons. It's
3: three seasons 10 episodes quick, a pop 20 or like 30 minute watch,
2: episodes. really quick S- yeah. quick
3: watch But we also started watching a show called The Sinner, and it's like a USA original. It's on Netflix, um, and it's uh, an anthology series uh, following this one detective from, like, upstate New York. And the first season um, is him and the person he's investigating is Jessica Biel because she just, like... Murder somebody on a beach, and like he's like, This doesn't make sense. I have to figure out why you murdered the is The
1: actress playing the murderer, it's like she didn't actually commit a murder. Okay, okay, yes,
3: <laughs> no, no, she she committed go, go, the murder. Okay. Well, oh, okay. yes, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry, yes, Jessica Beale is portraying so an this, actress or portraying a person. This isn't who committed true murder.
1: crime, then. Okay,
3: no, not true crime, no, no, but if you're into like true crime type stuff, murder mysteries like that also. Generally, fall into your wheelhouse the things that you're interested in. Oh, it's Bill good. Pullman. It's it's yeah. Bill Pullman's in it. The first season has Jessica Biel in it. The second season has Anna Torv, um, who was uh, in um Fringe. She was like the lead lady in Fringe. And uh, the third season has the guy who played Neil Caffrey from White Collar.
2: Yes. Okay, that's the picture I saw when I googled this. Yes. Yeah. When you I, Google it, I could not place his name. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I have I it's it's Matt something, I think. Matt, I don't yeah. I don't remember.
2: I wanna say Reeves, but I think that's wrong. Yeah. That's it's... a director, I'm pretty sure. I think he's yeah. doing Batman. Oh.
3: Did anybody watch the Schneider cut today? No. No. I might I might watch oh,
2: it. Today. Oh that that came out today?
3: Yeah, it's today. Today oh. dropped. Really? On uh HBO Max? Yeah.
2: How long is it?
3: I feel like I it's gonna
2: be know. like three and a half hours long.
3: If it's gonna be an actually different movie that's gonna make it better, it's gonna need to be at least three, three it and a half hours. It comes out March eighteenth. Oh, yes. it's March eighteenth? I thought it was this I thought it was today. I could have sworn somebody told me it was like No, this no,
1: I would it would have been all over
2: Twitter. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. why I was confused. I was no, like, no. no one's talking By about this way, thing. By the
3: way according to Google, when you just Google Justice League Snyder cut and it says Zack Snyder's Justice League it says four hours
2: oh, yeah
3: four hours that can't be right it could be it we'll could see. be
1: I'm not interested to be honest
2: I'm gonna watch it
3: oh I'm definitely gonna watch it I'm not holding out much. not time on like it, release yeah, I'm day not w-
2: and not in one day oh
3: yeah okay so it's, it's a month from yesterday March 18th yeah. you guys are yeah. right
0: That's weird. I could have swore.
2: For those of you listening and whatever, whenever time it is now, it's February 19th right now.
3: Yes. Of 2021.
2: Well, definitely come out in 2021, you bastard.
3: (laughs) No, I said of 2021. He's not that
2: far behind. (laughs) Come on. Give me, give me some.
3: (laughs) No, I'm not saying for you. I'm saying these people are listening to this. Never mind. It's fine. Everything's fine. This is fine. It's fine.
2: This this is fine. Fine. everything's fine so this is how the That's show works be here. <laughs> <laughs> mostly
3: so yes
1: the first part of the show we will go around the room 80s action movies is the topic we will reveal our list one slot at a time there'll be a round of five four three two one etc If a movie comes up on someone's list, that is also on another person's list, but further on, like if it's ranked higher, we will table that discussion until the later part in the show. This way we're not talking about the same movie three different times. Because that would be incredibly boring. We still (laughs) still might. might. It could happen. (laughs) um after our individual top five lists are revealed the madness will begin and we will explain the rules to the madness round when we get to it so without further ado top five 80s action films joe what's your number five
2: all right strap in let's do this uh my number five get it right out of the way it is what my quote in the beginning of the episode was from number five is aliens not on my list but a very good choice
3: not on my list either but such a great choice
2: i watched it for this i'd never seen it before
3: did it live up to your expectations
2: it it led up uh, it uh lived up to my expectations in the sense that i now know what a bunch of references game over man oh game over man the mostly thing it's a lot of yes. stuff that I didn't. I didn't know. It's the same thing when I watched Alien for the first okay. time. There are so many things that are parodied from Alien and also Aliens, apparently. So you have seen? Yeah, Alien. A, that's good. It's a <laughs> yes. Yeah, I saw
3: yeah, Alien. It, it, it is, does Alien fall in the seventies? Yes. Seventy nine. Yeah,
2: seventy nine. Right. Yep. I thought about it for this, and I was like, "Wait, two no, that's very
1: different films." I wouldn't classify Alien as a. Uh,
2: action movie at all no i don't think it's i don't think it's I, I barely classify this one in an action movie except for the third act which is what got us. i would say aliens
1: rest. is a pure action movie and alien is a stalker horror film
3: definitely definitely more yeah. of like a psych almost a psychological thriller it doesn't well, yeah, get no, to it's
1: definitely not action the first alien i watched movie. aliens a couple of months ago because my nephew was over and he really wanted to watch it and he was very disappointed that we don't get any alien action to like 45 minutes in <laughs> That's I know. Oh, it's yeah, as the adult yeah. in the room that that's, yes. that's you explaining that <laughs> exactly. to Exactly. He thought it would be like wall-to-wall aliens, but no, not the case. Yeah.
2: You know what this reminds me of? It's a good version of Resident Evil. Okay. Like yes. Resident Evil kind of wanted to be aliens, but it sucks and aliens is good. <laughs> Fair.
3: I think there's a I think there's a lot of sci-fi horror things that try to be aliens in a lot of different ways yeah. over the course of the years. I mean, I think that this is such a a cornerstone to the genre, like the horror genre, not the action genre, but just the horror genre in general. That it's it's a lot of things always try to pull from it, and it rarely works. It's why it's such a quotable movie. Like there are so many references on so many things, that just speaks to how popular and like important this movie really is.
2: Great sure. cast. I didn't realize that uh, yep, Paul, Paul Reiser and he's such a douche. Yeah, a, yep. He's the worst. Ronnie Weaver as
3: Ripley? Weaver. Ripley, right? Yep. Yep. Ripley. Ripley. Pack is Paxton in this? Paxton is in the is yes. in Aliens, right?
1: Yes, he is. Yeah, he it says game so, over. over yeah. Man. yeah, yeah, he's the one that's right, game yeah, over. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, there's the there's the the two named characters, so you can tell who's gonna survive most Perfect. of the movie.
1: Have you seen Alien Three? <laughs> Uh, no,
2: I I hear these are the only two good ones: is Alien and Alien. Alien
1: Three was panned when it came out, but it's gained like a cult following since then. I think it was like one of David Fincher's first movies. I could be totally wrong on that. Someone could look that up if they wanted to. But I, if I really love the first one, and I really like Aliens, and the third one is like, in my opinion,
2: straight trash <laughs> compared to it. I'll take your word for it because I don't yeah, have plans try... to watch any more Alien, Alien movies.
3: Alien Three is a David Fincher movie. I don't know where it lines up in his filmography. Yeah, I... it, it would have it's, to yeah, be. It's got to be long, one, of one, one of one of his It's from nineteen ninety two. If it's yeah. not good,
2: yeah. it's probably yeah, because yeah. he does know how to make yeah, a he's movie. Very good, for sure. We
1: should do a top five Fincher list one of these days.
2: One day, I'm sure. I'm
3: fucking all in on That'd that. Pretty crazy.
2: I'm surprised you didn't pick that for next week or two weeks I didn't
3: from now. Of course, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. no me, no, no I me, me neither. But I, I like where we're going. I like where we're going. Inside. I
2: also like where we're going. Speaking of which, we're going to yeah, Corey's Corey, number, five. number five. Bud.
3: Number five. This is the one that I think is the the biggest stretch on my list. I think the rest of them are all pretty confidently fall in the realm of action. Um, this one's a touch of a stretch for me. It's the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Snuck in 1989. I think it's got rip-roaring action, but it's, like, a little more... It's not greased-up muscle action. It's, like, adventure action, I purposefully I
1: left the Indiana Jones off my list for that very reason, Corey. It's not just, like, an action movie that pops into my head. But it definitely it qualifies, I, I would say. So...
3: I mean, especially when you look at Indiana Jones as a franchise, I feel like The Last Crusade is probably the most nonstop. I feel like they, they both of the two previous movies have like moments where there's not as much going on, whereas this, I feel like it's constantly moving. Like, there's constant action happening.
2: I missed the beginning of this because I had to plug in the laptop so it wouldn't gotcha. die. But uh, Important. Yeah. But uh, the uh, the two Indiana movies made my made my side list. Last Crusade. Okay, I Raiders. figured
1: they would be both on your list, so I'm I'm kind of intrigued now how we're gonna go. But yes, I said I purposefully excluded the Indiana Jones from this list because I just don't think of them as action movies. Like, I
2: know. yeah, that's that's why they didn't make mine. Well, one of them because I was only gonna put one. If you guys Googled
1: it and ranked it, it's like the first one. It's in the top five, so yep. I
2: I kind of expected. Yeah, it's happening. one of those yeah, think things like it's where. An adventure movie.
3: I and that's exactly what I said too. Is like it, it's not action greased up muscles. It's action in like the world of adventure. I still love this movie, just in general. Um, the fact that I can. Attach it to action and put it on a list. I'm pretty happy about it, so that's that's really why it's there. I mean, it's also why it's my number five. We've like, talked
1: about it before in the show. It, exactly. I I think me and you in agreement, yeah. Corey. It's the best Indiana Jones movie. A lot of people say, a lot we of people are say definitely Raiders. In I just think that. Les Crusades is more fun.
2: I think How I've come you? around because I, I hadn't seen Les Crusade. Now that I've seen it and let it marinate, I think I'm with you guys. I think Les Crusade <laughs> is the best one.
3: I think again, it's just the most action packed. You're you you not you're not bored at any point in this movie. There's not like long stretches where he's just like walking and walking across the desert, talking to somebody about finding a coin. Like he's constantly running and jumping, and things are exploding. It is.
1: I love the third act where he's actually going through the like the tests and the trials and yeah. Oh, Oh, that's the best part of the movie for sure, sure. easily,
3: easily. But yes, so. that leads us to math. number okay, five. Okay, my number five
1: is, I think, the most fun movie on this list for me. Like, this was like, all right, I'm putting this one on for me, specifically. I don't think it's going to make any of your lists, but that is
2: uh, The Running Man. That's my bubble. Really? All right. Yeah, it almost made my list. <laughs> right on.
1: It is so fun. I love The Running Man. I watch it multiple times a year. That's like my, uh, I just want to, like, shut my brain off, eat some popcorn, and watch a movie. Movie. That's the perfect movie for it's it. It's so good. So good. My wife even likes it. So it's like a,
2: it was, it's a crowd pleaser in the Jansen that's household. That's how you know yeah. it's good.
3: <laughs> it was on the short list of things I wanted to watch for this week okay. and I ran out of time. You still
2: should when you, have, when you have a chance. Right on. I'm going
3: to. I'm definitely going to. It's. It was like I had to choose between that and a movie that I was way more confident was going to make my list and I needed to make sure it belonged there. And that's, that's what I ended up I purchased this
1: out. Blu-ray, and I paid top dollar for it. I didn't care because I just really wanted it. I'm like, why am I going to rent this over it's that over expensive? When I bought it, was like twenty four ninety nine, But, like, uh, yeah, whatever. Oof. I don't know. I wanted it. It's mine. I respect <laughs> it. Uh, it's a, based off a uh, Stephen King book when he was going under the name Richard Bachman. The book is totally different than the movie. Totally that makes
2: perfect sense. Yeah, I actually
1: uh, purchased the uh, audiobook I listen to a lot of audiobooks at work. So I purchased it for, uh, yeah, because like, I remember here. For
2: significantly before. less than the Blu-ray.
1: Yeah, well, audiobooks are not cheap either, but not as cheap as it should be anyway. But uh, yeah, um, Arnold is our main character. I think he's the quintessential 80s action movie star. Uh, he is.
3: Uh, Definitely. So,
1: many, he, so if, many films. If not
2: the, he's like top three.
1: For sure he's the one i think of when i think of 80s action um i think this is his most fun action movie where he's literally on a game show
2: and (laughs) and it's a that's about murder (laughs) it's a
1: crazy game show where if you haven't seen the movie premise is pretty simple on this game show there are three criminals and they are entered into the game zone and uh they have to go through different realms, and the crowd chooses different themed stalkers to kill the criminals, and then people bet on it. And it's uh, it's a mm. ripper and good time. <laughs> they love it. It, it, it sounds fantastic. That it honestly is, it's sounds such fantastic. like a, a play on – because it's, uh, it's an eighty movie. It takes place way in the future. Like way in the future for its time. It's probably like I feel, now. <laughs> I feel like it's
2: in a year that's already happened yeah, for us. Yeah, I think
1: so too. <laughs> But uh, this this I'm Google it. commenting on like the television oh. audience and like us as a society being out for blood constantly, and like television going to like certain different extremes in order to like appease the masses. What year does it take place in Joe? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I love the stalkers in this. Uh, Sub Zero, Dynamo. Um. They're the only two I can remember. Dynamo's an opera singer, right? Yeah, with the electrical power. Yeah. And then he had um Buzzsaw and fireball.
2: And Captain Freedom. Captain That's Freedom. Jesse That's Jesse
1: Ventura. Yeah, yeah, another Jesse Ventura Arnold movie. It's crazy. Um, and uh, Fireball's Jim Brown, the uh, NFL. Oh, the running back. NFL running back. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, pretty, I didn't know that. Oh, shit. Pretty crazy. I, no, I saw that movie. I've seen that movie like 50 times, and I think it was like one of the last couple of viewings. I'm like, is that Jim Brown? <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of Wait fun. Wait till he puts his hand up in the air and his knee. Exactly. A lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, Running Man's my number five. Solid choice. Joe, what is your number four?
2: My number four, we'll jump into the second of two Michael Bean movies on my list The Terminator.
0: Go
3: ahead and uh, table, yeah, that gonna table that. Yeah, we're going to table that, All right. That leads me to uh, my number four, which I feel like I might be hearing a table, or it didn't make your list at all. I'm not really sure one way or the other. So let's see what happens. My number four is Lethal Weapon. I'm
1: going to table that. Wow, okay. Did not make my list. Matt, you're number four. Corey, you're queued up here, okay? Get ready to say table that. My number four is Predator. Okay. <laughs> table that. <laughs> This is fun, guys. Joe, what's your number three?
2: <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, my navel, My number. Uh, God, words. My number three is the table from two seconds previously. Lethal Weapon. Okay, we can talk okay. about it. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed this movie on the rewatch. I've never seen this. I had never seen this movie not on cable before it's better yeah i it's... think it's
3: actually the same i think i don't i think i always just watched it on tbs
2: like it's it's better as as the actual movie version <laughs> imagine that
3: <laughs> shocking you mean the the one where they can say i'm getting too old for this shit without like having to it. which is funny
2: because at some point in the movie he's still going you can go spit and i'm like this is a real movie you could say <laughs> another word danny glover <laughs>
3: Danny, Danny, Danny. Come here. Let me talk to you for a second. Let me spit at you. Probably the <laughs> let me spit at you. Probably the best buddy cop movie?
2: Yes. It's definitely up there. Right?
3: I I I don't know. I mean, I think you can make an argument for some of the other ones, but in my opinion, I think it's probably yeah, the best. Yeah, I would cop say movie. so. It's the one that it's the one I hold up like as a like example. So, I had I gotten into a debate with some friends about buddy cop movies, and they were like, "Well, I can't really use the buddy cop trope because, you know, with but like I feel like there's there's not there's more tension in the situation than like a buddy cop. I'm like, I don't know what buddy cop you're talking about. If there's not a lot of tension and they're not fighting most of the time, it's not a buddy cop movie. And this is what I held it to. It's like, yeah, they really respect each other and they're really, you know, looking out well, for each eventually. other. But They fight, con- yeah, but they fight constantly. And that's, like, one of the things I like best about
2: it. I think they're, like... Oh, yeah, they're, they're like, brothers. I like Lethal Weapon
1: 2 a little bit more, right? That, that's Joe Pesci's I, first th- one in it, right?
2: Yeah, I, I also yes. watched that for this. That's 89. Leo
1: gets. Whatever Leo wants, Leo gets. <laughs> I use that all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's very annoying in that
1: movie. Wait, perfect. It's like, okay, 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 okay. I think that came out. Like, <laughs> that was his role before Goodfellas, too. So, what a
2: opposite
0: uh, uh, type of yeah, really. character. He's such sure. a goofball
2: yes. in that one, but that's the second that one. Is we should second... talk about the first. Sure,
3: <laughs> it's a good introduction to the characters. You get everything you need to know. There's still stuff that to be explored, which is why they were able to make more of these movies. But they give you enough to be like, yeah. You feel like you do become attached to these characters by the end of the movie, yeah. which obviously is important with a buddy cop. But it's just
2: surprising because there's a lot of well, there's a lot of cheesy shit in here. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of weird I... dialogue written.
3: I think that that's the one thing about this movie is that it does – if somebody's, like, making a parody of the 80s, most of the tropes that they're parodying, you can find in Lethal Weapon. Like, it is, like, such an easy-to-poke-fun-at movie.
2: Yeah, uh, I think we just touched on it, but this is, like, the, the mold for the buddy cop movie. Sure. So, obviously, anyone you make is going to be drawing from Lethal Weapon. Absolutely. Because I can't think of one earlier than this. I was thinking... of be- Beverly Hills Cop. That's not really a buddy maybe? cop movie, though. I guess that's true. That's all Axel Foley. And then yeah. he had
1: um, 48 Hours, but Eddie Murphy's not a cop in that. He's a criminal, but he's helping the police. But that's the only one I can think of pre-Lethal Weapon that could, that's like in the same vein. I don't know if you guys have seen 48 yeah. Hours. It's I have It's very good.
3: I have not. It's very good
1: um joe is this your first time seeing lethal weapon
2: uh the and it's an r-rated glory yes would you
1: consider it a christmas movie it's it's
2: it's, it's close is it? it it's right up it's right there with with Die Hard*. okay great all right moving on
0: <laughs>
3: i don't think that was the right answer joe uh,
2: oh i know i know was it wasn't he hates the diehard argument too, but
1: anyway, God, it's such a dumb argument. That and like I was thinking the other day too, like Rocky Four. He fights on Christmas. Is that a Christmas movie? Ooh, strong case. <laughs> no, it's not a strong.
3: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm gonna start you, playing you it. Made, on Christmas you made the now. case
1: for Dude, me. You Thank don't you. need to Christmas to play. Anyway, um, yeah. anything else? Do you...
3: Queen to Queen to Night Seven. Checkmate, baby.
2: I... Don't have to talk.
3: Don't have to convince me.
1: <laughs> I
2: will seven. say one more thing about God. Lethal Weapon before we sure. move on, because I'm getting I'm getting that feel from the room. The acting in this movie, like Mel Gibson, in the scene where he has the gun in his mouth, is incredible. Like I feel that it's like I'm in the room with that character, and I'm I'm like, no, what are you doing? Stop. That's that's an incredible scene.
3: Is this his best work?
2: That or Mad Max. I haven't seen yes. Mad Max, I,
3: but like, I I feel like this. He's so he's so good in Lethal Weapon. He's
2: crazy. And, like he's
3: good in. A, in I mean, a, oh yeah. He's, sure, yeah. but that's listen in the, right? <laughs> in the wheelhouse, right? In the wheelhouse, I guess. That, uh,
1: I also like We Were Soldiers. It's a very good movie.
3: We Were Soldiers was good. I don't know that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it was him. Yeah. I just like that movie. I'm in a general. big
1: fan of Ransom. But that's kind of crazy. Ransom. That's a brave. Oh, that heart. movie the was is, so is much fun. polarizing. Ransom, the Patriot. Yes, he's uh, he's hitting. And, but front. the
3: Patriot, especially, like I don't think it's I don't think it's he's good in it, sure, but I don't think it's him that makes the Patriot. Like that, the the rest of that cast is stellar, and keeps that. The only movie going other person too.
1: I can think of in the Patriot is Heath Ledger. I can't think of anyone else cast wise
2: same.
3: Uh, <laughs> Heath Ledger, obviously, but. Um,
0: The bad guy looks very familiar.
3: (laughs) Grounded for life. Uh, He also plays one of the detectives in Gotham.
1: Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. He makes the movie over Mel
3: Gibson, though. No, 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 no. But he's, but like, the 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 fact that there are other people that aren't as famous as Heath Ledger and Mel Gibson that are still good in it. It's like when Mel Gibson's not in the movie, I'm not less interested does that make sense
2: Logan Lerman is his youngest son in that movie yeah which is crazy to me that yeah, is kinda nuts <laughs> uh, I googled who's the bad guy in the patriot and it's giving me
1: the character name I should put actor what's the character name uh William Taffington Taffington I just clicked them. Jason Isaacs Jason I-
2: okay I don't know I don't know who he is offhand
3: Yeah, I don't know who he is
1: he looks very familiar to me like a that guy
3: oh who plays who plays Cornwallis the guy who plays Cornwallis is relatively famous, too. Cornwallis.
2: Uh, Tom Wilkinson? It,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald Logue
2: is the guy you're thinking of. Uh, oh, yeah, a, yes, right. Donald The Logue. guy from *Bleed*.
3: <laughs> yes! Another thing I could not think of what he was and, in.
2: And uh, Ghost Rider. He's in, he's in everything.
1: Yes, he is. Yes, he is.
2: And that's my number three, which is Lethal Weapon. Corey, what
1: do you got? Number three, bud. What do you got?
3: I have a strong feeling I'm going to hear the words table here coming up in a second. My number three is Top Gun.
2: That's my bubble.
3: I was sure that was making your list. I was.
2: I didn't realize it was an 80s action movie, but now that hearing you say that, I'm surprised it didn't make your list. Lethal Weapon is also a bubble, I should say.
3: Holy shit.
2: Okay. Yeah. Nice. I'm really Uh... excited
3: for your top three now.
2: Yeah, they're very chalky. I sh- I know at least one of them. Very chalky. <laughs> I should. Uh, yeah,
3: Top Gun. A- again, Actually this too. to me is one of like those quintessential greased-up, muscle-bound
1: action flicks. Yeah, I don't get that. I really don't. I mean, I, they they have the volleyball scene and all, and they're they're very sweaty throughout the movie. <laughs> but like. Uh, I, Does anyone fight in this movie? It's, I guess there's it's no like, fighting. That's fair. No, yeah, the aerial assault at the end. Oh, yeah. That's that. That's it. Um, the I, I love Top Gun. I love Top Gun. We're gonna talk about Top Gun a lot <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Every chance he gets, uh, except, except the one block. that. It, okay. No, it doesn't. I don't think of it as an action movie. I really don't. What do you
3: think of it as? That I
1: agree. I agree. I yes. I, I should phrase it this way. What I think, action movie '80s, Top Gun's not flying in there. See, flying, get it? I, I get you. I, I get, get you.
3: I, I just, I like that soundtrack. The the soundtrack's what they're, great. What they're doing, like the way that they're acting and they're writing in that movie, like if you, it, I don't think it's explosion ridden. I don't think it's super action packed. I give you, I'll give you that. But like, it almost
1: feels like a sports movie to me i, because I the, guess the, the yeah i part, guess it's like a little for bit me, sports a little bit coming of age yeah, the fun part for me is the is the competition man do you want to see iceman and slider go down like that's like you, you want to see the goose maverick tandem like that, that you it's want true. them in it's the like top it's like they're in a spot. skiing competition
2: <laughs> all
3: right so <laughs> i mean uh, fair, enough, fair enough speaking
1: it's like of, uh... it's like its own thing top gun i don't know i love top gun i yeah if it comes up later, I'm not going to veto it for, for yeah. damn sure. But, so what? Uh... You,
3: but so if it was – like let's say the word action wasn't involved and it, and it was just top five 80s movies, Top Gun would make yeah. it.
1: Oof, I don't know. Well, I, again, because like there's some really great films of the
2: 80s. Like, You're right. You're absolutely right. There's like – I have a list of twenty of them right here, just for that's exactly or that kind of action. Like, is is Top Gun a
1: better movie than Terms of Endearment? They're two totally different movies. Is it better than Gandhi? Like, I don't know. I'm not making that call. Like, it depends what you, you're in the you, mood for. You might have
3: to at some point here, big guy. I'm not gonna lie to you.
1: If we ever do decade of the '80s, that's gonna be like the dumbest episode.
2: <laughs> that's gonna be it's way right, too broad. It's be tough.
1: It's gonna be tough. Got to narrow it down a little bit here.
2: Narrow down a thousand movies. And, my, it,
1: and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've seen like almost every single Tom Cruise movie. Top Gun's like fighting for a top five spot. He's been in some like pretty like epic films, guys. He's been in some bangers
2: yeah. for sure.
1: Absolutely, but yeah, I love Top Gun. I, the call signs. I can't wait for the sequel. That was my most anticipated movie of 2020. That never came out.
0: When's it dropping? Do we know? Get to
1: see it? Do they? Re- I have no, no idea. Have they I don't know or? what it's dropping on. Like, this is one that, like, if there ever was one to see in Dolby, it's this.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree with And I was
1: really nervous because it's, like, a sequel 30 years later. John Hamm's in this one, and, like, I heard him on a podcast, and he was kind of, like, he wasn't plugging the movie, but somebody asked him about it. And he goes. They actually like screened it for us, and like, and he literally said, "Like it's fucking awesome." Like, like, so like, that's what like I want. I don't want like a serious thing. I just want it to continue with the spirit of the original. And they know what it is. is. I I think think they they do. It should be good. Tom Cruise is in it. How can you go wrong?
2: The Ageless Wonder,
1: one of the greatest action stars of our time.
2: Just not in the eighties. Not in the
3: eighties.
1: One minute past welcome out ninety five, ninety six.
2: Yeah, that's ninety six. All right.
3: <laughs>
1: my <laughs> number three is the table from earlier, The Terminator.
3: Go ahead and table that. Okay.
2: okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It sounds right.
1: Joe, what do you got for number
2: two? My number two is a movie I already referenced earlier when I was talking about number three. My number two is Die Hard. That is my number two. Blossom. Wow. Okay, that's close. Close enough. What can I say about Die Hard that I didn't already say in the Christmas movie that episode? you will hear that, that you will never hear. Christmas. Oh crap! Joe, <laughs> <laughs> edit that out.
3: <laughs> we just talked about. No, okay. Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard. Die Hard's amazing.
1: Die
2: Hard. Yeah, it's so it's good. incredible.
1: Uh, you know that um, movies that made us show on Netflix. Yes. They dropped a Die Hard making of on there, so it's it's really cool. Um, Frank Sinatra. They had to offer him the role uh, because of some book rights issue. Wait, the role of yeah, McClane? crazy, right?
2: I'm glad he didn't. Oh, do he it.
1: said, "Were you guys stupid? I'm too old for this." We're like, we knew you would say that, but legally we had to ask you. This is... I'm too old. I'm too, I'm old, too old for this shit. shit. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty crazy story, but yeah. So the original casting of uh, John McClane, like putting Bruce Will- Willis in that role, was like kind of like really panned and people were like laughing at it saying like oh this is kind of dumb because he was like a comedic tele he was a yeah, nothing he comedic no television one, right, at actor point? at the time yeah like he did of like- a
3: couple episodes of, on like soap operas as like comic relief or something like it, it-, it was like keaton as batman yeah, exactly it was
1: just like keaton as batman uh, bruce willis was a pretty big tv star though he had like his own shows and stuff but um yeah him put in that role was like kind of panned it is alan rickman's first role ever
3: which is, which is crazy. so awesome. wow yeah can you imagine your first movie role and it's like one of the most iconic films? It's Hans
0: yeah. Gruber,
1: one of the greatest villains of all time. Uh, this For is sure. like this movie. Like when you think of action movies, it like screams action. It's like yes. Nakatomi Plaza, him running around, explosions left and right. They literally blow up the top of the building, and John McClane's on it, and he somehow survives.
3: Crazy. You get you get crazy like. Ooh. Stupid stunts that clearly would never, like, nobody would ever possibly live through. Jumping off the building, holding onto a fire hose.
1: With the tide around you. Crazy move. There's a cool scene when he's in the elevator and he has to move from, like, one vent to the other. That's what the script called for. And he slipped and went down, like, six feet and caught himself. And the director's like, that's pretty cool. We're going to keep that. (laughs) We're going to leave that. Yeah. Awesome. I love stuff like that.
2: It's a, it's a bummer this came out in 88 which was after Weatha Weapon because uh John McClane and Reginald Veljohnson, Johnson Oh great buddy cop Oh my god. Love absolutely. them. Love that relationship. That would be amazing. I always
1: thought like Two Bad Family Matters takes place in Chicago and not LA cuz that like would have been cool. Like that's like Al's life is but his nerdy next door neighbor. And he could have been like, yeah, you know, this beats like this nerd kid that <laughs> lives next to me always <laughs> That would be so cool. Is, I was like, did I do that? Yes. Yes, Steve, you did. Then he goes into his transformation scene and turns into Stefan Arkell.
2: <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is I got problems too, John. <laughs> I love
1: it. Yeah, this is the uh, my quote from the beginning of the show. Iconic line. That was ad-libbed as well. And my coolest fact about Die Hard is when... Hans Gruber falls off the building at the end, and you see that shocked look on Alan Rickman's face. It is a true shocked look because they did that old trick. Okay, we're going to drop you on three, and they dropped him on one, so he was not prepared for that at all.
3: Yeah, yeah. I actually i, I dropped that little uh, fun fact nugget on uh, the fam when we were watching this at Christmas time. Uh, right as he dropped, I was like, "Yo, he didn't know." He didn't know he was he was about to drop. He was waiting for three. They did it on one.
2: Was that on the Netflix special, or was that something you guys learned independent study? I, I feel, knew that I, I knew that ahead of time, but they did talk about it. On yeah, another. I know they okay. I know they
3: talk about it. I feel like I read it somewhere, or, or um, Rickman was giving an interview and mentioned and mentioned the story or something like that.
2: That's a story worth telling.
3: Absolutely. Sure.
1: Hans, booby, I'm your white knight. Such a quotable movie. Love it. I know what a TV like... dinner
2: feels like. Should have used that.
1: Welcome to the party, pal. Shoot the glass. Great movie.
2: Make little fists with your feet. Huh. It oh. worked, but that guy screwed him for the whole length of the movie.
1: It's true. You ever play the video game?
3: No, I, I hear it's ridiculous, to... right?
1: There's actually like a health meter for your feet. <laughs> I,
2: is that for nes yes it's it's a crazy hard game i will have to check that one out
1: and uh there was a dexter's lab parody that's like really good he's working a, at I'll, his school I'll YouTube that. yeah it's like six minutes long he's working at his school like late at night and uh he always leaves a mess and yanni the janitor has to clean it up so yanni traps him and he has like a it's it's they it's it's die hard die hard and dexter slab so
3: yeah i'm gonna have to look into that
1: definitely youtube that sounds great good choice joe right back at you matt <laughs> cory what do you got for number two
3: number two is my ta- uh, i think i've tabled it twice at this point uh terminator okay. yes you have very good i have tabled it twice yeah it, i uh <sighs> i i i couldn't not have a good amount of sci-fi on my list <laughs> And if you're following along at home, keeping track at home, you know that I've got at least one more sci-fi coming up. Uh, Oh, yeah. I can pencil that in now, actually. You can, indeed. So Terminator for me... Oh, I know what it is. Terminator for me is, again, as far as checking the box of, like, the quintessential 80s action movie superstar, you got him. You got Schwarzenegger, right? Um, You're getting good explosions. You're getting lots of gunfire. You're getting an unstoppable force following you, just constantly following you and trying to kill you. Great, great stuff in this movie. I think the story is amazing. I think the acting is stellar. You know, I, 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 this is one of one of the best films for me. Period. It's one of my favorite movies. Period.
1: I'd say this is like Arnold's breakout role. It's not his first movie. His first movie was Conan the Barbarian, but uh, him. But it's better. Oh, this is way better. Him Definitely. playing the villain is, like, pretty cool, too, because we're 90s kids, and so when we're growing up, Arnold is, like, the action hero, and so when you see Terminator for the first time, at least for me, it's, like, jarring that he's a villain. You're like, oh, crap, yeah. he's the bad
2: guy. Yeah. That's not it really so plays to his strengths, though, because he was still developing his acting yes. and his, like, comedic timing, so make him the cyborg from the future. Yeah. Give sure.
3: him give him Works. as few lines as possible and...
2: Focus on the action. Yeah,
3: focus on the action. Again, talking about movies from the 80s that are super quotable, this one's got a number of them. It's uh, probably yes. got what, one of the best, right? I'll Be Back is Very probably... Very pop
1: culture heavy. Funny you so, mentioned I'll Be Back. Arnold fought with James Cameron because he couldn't really say I'll Be Back with his thick accent. It was difficult for him to do. So it was like a, a struggle to get him to
2: actually do the line. Because he didn't want there are, to. There are a bunch of takes on the coloring room floor of him just going, I will be back.
3: No, 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 Arnold. It's I'll be back.
2: a contraction. He did, did
1: not want to do it. And it's probably the line he's known for the most. In The Running Man, he tells the host, Richard Dawson, whose name is Killian in the movie, Killian, I'll be back. And Killian goes, only in a rerun. It's very good.
3: There's, there's a bunch of other movies that he's in, too. I think he says it in The Expendables at least once. Probably. I think in the first Expendables, he he looked. I wonder
2: how much he gets paid every time he says it. At this
3: point, I can't imagine. Well, we on our old show, we we definitely uh, yeah, we definitely did the math on our old show how much he got paid per word for Terminator Two, because that was an insane number. I remember that. Oh yeah, it's something crazy. Like his entire script for T two is like hundred and fifty something words or something like that. He got paid like a couple hundred thousand I think dollars. A he has word. a
2: lot more words in T two than he does in t- the first term. He does. Yes. He does, but he still
3: it's
1: doesn't added have it a, a lot more too. Yeah,
2: yeah, but
3: he still doesn't have a, that many lines if you really think about it.
1: I go back and forth between which one I like more between Terminator, Terminator two.
2: I think Terminator one is better because no Edward Furlong.
1: Yes, he. I hate Edward Furlong. Terminator two. He's so damn annoying. But Terminator two is like. This, uh, they get everything right, <laughs>
3: like they it, really do.
1: It's like uh, it's, it's so many things could have gone wrong, and effects wise, it freaking holds up. And it's been what thirty years?
3: Yeah, the fact <laughs> that the the they made they made the liquid the liquid metal Terminator so good, so like good enough to hold up to like more or less what we got today is pretty f- fucking stellar. It's but yeah, unfortunately, really that good. unfortunately that movie came out in the '90s, so I couldn't put that one on the list.
1: Yes, it
3: did. Uh, yes. Not, uh, that being said, Terminator is still great. Like I still think it deserves to be on this list.
1: Um, police station scene and uh, and the club scene in Terminator, like ingrained in my mind. I love when she's talking to the cops. And the warehouse
0: scene at the end.
1: Yes, I love when she's talking to the police and she's explaining like everything that the cyborg has done. And they're saying, could have been high on PCP. You can do crazy stuff on PCP. <laughs>
2: it's, it's, we do it all the time.
1: <laughs> and, 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 and I think, I'm not positive, but I don't, I'm not sure if I'm right on this. But I think that cop also plays like Sarah Kahn psych, Psychiatric Doctor in Terminator 2. I think it's the same actor. Or oh, they look really similar. They're both that guys. But they're kind of like... The same style character where they just do not believe sarah connor like whatsoever
3: oh yeah there's a lot of that there's a then, lot of that going on in the, in these then movies. they die and then they die coincidence
2: no yeah. absolutely not yeah like terminator was four for me just because i pushed the sci-fi movies further down the list because they're not the stereotypical 80s action movie for me i think the terminator might be the best movie on my list in terms of coherent movie quality, plot, yeah, all that stuff. Okay,
1: I mean it's certainly the highest Rotten Tomatoes score, critic score on your list.
2: Like it can't be any higher than that, That's baby. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just a good film. Like I take, you could cut the action in this movie in half, and it'd still be a pretty solid action flick. I think. I I mean, as long as you still have that that scene in the police station and the scene at the end when they actually destroy the thing, that's all you actually need. Everything else is, you know, icing Terminator on the cake. The short film. Yeah, it's icing on the cake beyond that. If the Terminator literally did nothing but walk at them and they just kept running away, like, more like the traditional, like, horror movie trope, it'd still be a pretty good movie.
1: Sarah Connor's friend, her boyfriend in the movie that, like, tries to, like, fistfight Arnold in it, Remember that scene? Yes. That's Slider from uh, Top Gun. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Pretty mm. crazy, right? Hmm. Short-lived run it's for no that world. guy. Don't know his
3: name. <laughs> Clearly didn't make it too much higher.
1: No. All,
3: All right. right.
1: That was your number two. That's my number two. My number two was Die Hard, which we already talked about. So, Oh, yeah, right. Joe, what is your number
2: one? Matt, I hope we have the same number one and number two because... What else should be in the number one spot than something with first in the title? First Blood. That
3: is my number one as well, Joke. Wow. Very good job. <laughs> you know what? At least there's a pretty solid theme across our number ones.
1: What, the jungle?
3: Or- yes. Well, <laughs> the, oh, <yeah>. the woods. <laughs> the woods, <laughs> the jungle. Not fighting in an urban setting. Let's leave it at that.
2: But super-powered individuals, sure, why not? <laughs> I'm very happy it's your number
1: one, Joe. Why is it your number one?
2: It's my number one because it's freaking awesome. Did you see it for the first time? No, I've seen it a bunch of okay. times. I didn't re- I didn't even re-watch it for this because I just knew it was going to be number one. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh, he is, it's great action. Yes, it is. He is superb in them. And I think we've talked about it before there's only one death in the movie.
1: Yeah, I know. It's this franchise known for like the amount of like awesome kills, but in this one there's really only one death. In the book there is a ton of death cuz there's another audiobook I listened to. I didn't realize there was a book. Yeah, it's based off a book from the 70s. Also Stephen King. No, no, it's <laughs> it, it's, it's not um there it's the book is similar in a way except they really focus more on sheriff will teasel like it's a 50 50 split between the two of them which i'm not a fan of because i've seen the movie so many times and i hate will teasel so much that i don't want to like humanize him in any way shape or form
2: (laughs) he's very unreasonable he is one of the
1: my personal top movie villains of all time all you had to do was let the guy get a fucking cheeseburger and send him on his way and this is all avoided. Ugh crazy. I didn't know vagrancy was a crime. Like <laughs> you're just to be walking around without a job and then you can get arrested? That is bullshit. And he's just passing through, man. Let's let the guy walk. He ain't hurting anybody.
2: And he's like a soldier, you'd think law enforcement soldier, they'd be on the same page. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, are dicks, it's weird. Ugh. The police station scene when he goes nuts and just starts like owning ass for, for lack of a better term. <laughs> that's a great term. Because he's just like picked on like the entire time. And he's taking it, taking it, taking it, taking it. Then he has that not not non flashback. He's like, Nope, not not happening. You ain't shaving me dry. Boom. Hits a big elbow to David Caruso's nose, and then we, we're going. <laughs>
3: Once it's like, this is definitely one of those movies where once it starts, once the action starts, it doesn't fucking stop. There is no break. The none. Every time you think that there might be, that's literally enough time for you to catch your breath before you go into the next scene. These things are so intense.
1: Him taking off on the motorbike. And then Brian Dennehy, Will Teasel is chasing him along and he's going through the woods and stuff. And then he's like driving like an asshole and he eventually flips his car in the book. It's funny because, um, he – that's right after they hose him down, so he's completely naked <laughs> doing all that. So I'm glad they took that – I'm glad they had made him clothed for the movie. <laughs> that's a plus.
2: But in a way, yeah. isn't it more badass?
1: Yeah, and it's cool with the movie too. You know how he finds that, like, um, that, like, canvas that he uses as a shirt because he's yes. cold? Yes, yes. They found that, like, just, like, lying around in the woods, and he just – Kind of put. He was like, "No, I'm going to use this." And he puts it on. And like that's like one of the few movie props he has kept. Like that's like in his home. Like that's like one of the things he's most proud of. And <laughs> the scene of him taking down the cops one by one in the woods. Oh, it's incredible! I could watch that on a loop like all day long. It's so good. And he's using like special different different tactics. Like he like makes all those spears and he puts it like um like uh the guy walks through like uh, like a tripwire almost and it kind of. F- wise Adam, like, it's not yep. lethal. And then he, like, pops out with a knife to Brian Denny's throat. He's like, I could have killed them all. I could have killed you just now. I'm like, let it go. And then he, like, walks away. And Brian Denny's, like, crying like a little bitch. And it's so good. Like, you finally gets I love, I love this movie so much. Love it. And one of the you coolest. It? Yes, Joe. One of the coolest, like, actor character intros is when um, Colonel Troutman walks into the scene with a... Um, that's the handler, right? Uh, colonel Troutman's the the colonel, like he's the the one that trained Rambo. He,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He um so Brian Denny, Will Teasel's like uh well, like what, what kind of thing trained Rambo or, or like or, or God only knows why he would like put a purse like Rambo, uh, like like, uh, like, on, like on this earth. And then Colonel Trout walks in and goes, "God didn't create Rambo, I did." <laughs> badass Movie's so badass. And the end. You know- The end is, like, heartbreaking, man. When he breaks down, and he's telling you, like, his plight, like, his life. Like, I was in charge of million-dollar equipment, and now I can't even keep a job, like, parking cars. And, like, you, like, feel for him because, like, yeah, man, like, he was, like, a big deal, and it wasn't his war. They asked him to fight, and he fought, and he's come back, and he spit on and called a baby killer and all that nonsense. Ah. Can't readjust.
3: Um, that's, That's, I mean... That's that's not an unheard of story. I mean, I think that's one of the things, too, is that, like, yeah, the action in this is relatively unrealistic. But the actual story of the man behind all of it isn't uncommon. It's not unheard of to have it's the first people come back it's from It's the this. first
1: time they put that, like, on film, though.
3: Like, Definitely. And I mean, but that's what
1: movie where soldiers are yeah. adjusting, coming back. Like, Deer Hunter. But that was, like... The same, but different in a way. Like they're they're not like cast down by society. They're they're more just having difficulties adjusting to normal life.
3: Yes, Uh, but but I mean, even still, just the fact that an action movie is willing to take on that type of content, like subject matter, like you're breaking the action (laughs) to to talk about that. Like that's a ballsy move. Yeah, it's a ballsy move, and it's a good and it's a good play because you do. You do end up getting an emotional attachment to Rambo, and guess what? That's going to carry you through to watching movies in 2017 called Rambo. Like
2: better, like 75 minutes long.
3: And I, I wouldn't
1: call this unrealistic action too. Like, there's nothing unbelievable. It's, it's fairly that grounded happens. in reality. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah,
3: by comparison, for sure.
1: Uh, like them.
2: like it's more realistic than like. Terminator. Uh, I was gonna say die Hard, maybe well definitely <laughs> Terminator, but I believe that a person could do this, a soldier could do this more than John McClain do this in Die Hard.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh it's such such a good movie. I love it. It's excellent. I go back it and really forth. Is. Like I love the Rocky movies. Like, that's like my I have so many Rocky posters in my basement. Like it's like like my favorite franchise, but like from like acting wise, like Rocky original versus First Blood. First Blood kind of takes it for me. I don't know. That's like Rocky's like Stallone's like baby man. That's what like he's like known for.
2: I tend to agree with you because he's a little bit. He's gotten better the more I've watched Rocky, mm-hmm. but the first time I saw Rocky, I thought he was kind of unintelligible in that movie, okay. as opposed to Rambo. I understand. Sure. This is also <laughs> so like
1: helped. Millionaire Stallone. A little plastic surgery fixes face up a little bit. Probably like he's he's been in the biz. He can. Uh, he knows his way around like at that point too. Also got a, got
3: a vocal coach so that he, you can actually understand the words that's that he a speaks. Fair point.
1: First uh, um, original ending to this was and it's the ending in the book is uh, Colonel Troutman actually like shoots Rambo in the head. He doesn't want to, Rambo actually forces him to pull the trigger. But he looks in Puts Rambo's like old yellow. He looks right. in Rambo's eyes, knowing like he's too far gone. Like there's there's nothing we can do for him. And it tested terribly. And Stallone's like, "Ah, uh, we can probably franchise this." So, let's like not.
2: <laughs> you guys like money, yeah. right?
3: <laughs> People don't like this ending and we can make a lot more money doing it this other way. Yeah, let's do that. Way. I'll play this
2: character again. I'll kill more guys next time.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll do this. Yeah. Like, I don't mind. Have you seen the, all the Rambo movies?
2: I've seen this one i've seen part of first blood part okay two.
1: they get progressively more ridiculous like if this yeah if I've, this one, i've seen that if this one's like a 12 out of 10 <laughs> first blood part two was like six and a half then rambo three is i think it's the worst one then rambo which is rambo four is like the most ridiculous thing like i've ever seen and, the, and then last blood's the I one. i like last blood a lot i really last do. blood is really good it's like i mean I not it's it. it's like rambo meets taken
3: yes
2: definitely that, that sounds accurate based on the trailer i think you had me watch yeah, yeah it's oh yeah that trailer is awesome
3: <laughs> it's rambo was definitely like a law of diminishing returns for a while like the first one is stellar you're you guys having it as your number one makes perfect sense um first Blood part two you're right not as good still really good and they just keep getting not quite as good and a little more ridiculous until last blood i i really i enjoyed the shit out of last blood i thought that movie was great
1: last blood's like an hour 22 like it's like yeah it's so quick quick watch so and, quick but like the the closing credits it's all the scenes from the uh other rambo movies played in like like a a sweet like like um army band like with like you know like the snare drums and like the trumpets going and shit it's pretty badass also
2: <laughs> so it's actually like an hour no 10. no it's,
1: I think it's an hour 20 full with the credits like it's yeah yeah, yeah it's like an hour 10. yeah 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 so cause the last 10 minutes is kind of yeah yeah <laughs> but it's oh it's awesome man it's such so good so glad it was your number one right back at what you. was your number we've done, uh, no last week was Denzel or two weeks it was Denzel I should say yeah yeah Maybe not the same for that very cool though no. alright Corey this is your you're on the stage it's your number one hit us with it talk to us about the Predator <laughs>
3: I, I'm going to tell you guys listening, uh, a little, little personal piece of information about me, Corey, I have, I would say if you were to take a standard size sheet of paper and lay it across your thigh, I have a portrait tattoo about that size of the predator on my leg. No mask. I am in, in no mask mask off. Uh, I am in fucking love with this character. I am in love with the monster, the Predator. And it all stems from this movie. You can watch any other Predator movie and be like, this is fucking stupid. Like, it's possible to not like any of the other Predator movies and think that the character is stupid. I get that. But you cannot watch this movie and be like, this is stupid. If you like 80s action and explosions... And Monsters, you get it all, baby. You get so much. You get Arnold giving a weird high-five, hand-grip, like, arm-wrestle match with Carl Weathers.
2: Oh, yes. And they zoom
1: in <laughs> on the grip and they're... They zoom in muscles. on the
3: grip. <laughs> yep. Dylan. <Still in. laughs> yeah. Kana! <laughs> uh, you get a bunch of people walking through, like, a bunch of army, like elite army soldiers walking through the jungle. Mercenaries. Mercenaries. Before you see... Before you see an alien do anything, really, you get a, like, v- Vietnam War-style, like, attack on a village. They blow the... Sh- they destroy that village. So even if you're just looking for a fun war scene, you get that in this movie, and then you have to fight a superna- uh A science fiction creature that can make itself invisible in the jungle so good so good he slowly the the bad guy slowly picks off the whole team until it's just schwarzenegger and the alien left and the girl well the girl gets sent to the chopper right but she get to the chopper and
0: then
3: the only and then the only one left the only one left to fight at that point is these two
2: which is where the movie really becomes good and steps into its...
3: Oh, yeah. It really comes into its own there.
2: Yes, it does.
3: Um, Again, and you get... you. The one thing I will say is that what you... You get a little bit of the, the Rambo feel. Like, the things that made Rambo first blood work, like all the traps that he sets in the jungle and stuff like that, that's what makes the third act of Predator good, is he does the same thing. So it's not exactly a completely unique and original idea. Um... But you still get, like, the dead drops, like, where, like, if you set a tripwire off, you'll, like, send the tree flying down. Um He uses mud to, like, camouflage himself.
2: From the thermal heating. That The third act of Predator is amazing. And the reason it's not on my list is because the first two acts just don't hold the candle to the third it's, act. But the third act is First amazing. two
1: acts, it's like an action comedy in a way. Like, the mercenaries are... F- but, like, not a funny no, comedy? They're hysterical. <laughs> the lines they drop. Jesse Ventura is amazing in it. Oh, my God. I I had so time to bleed uh, uh, oh man. makes Cambodia look like
3: Shane Kansas Shane Black is
2: super weird hello
3: hello <laughs> yeah. Shane Black is really weird
2: doesn't do it oh, for me man. Yeah. I, third I, act's I like, amazing the first two acts I, I like the
3: first two acts although
1: there's one thing I don't like about it Corey you mentioned it earlier is that scene where they blow up the village because like I always forget about it. Like, it's very forgettable to me. Like, when I'm describing mm. the movie, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, the team of mercenaries, mercenaries have to go in because something's killing their troops in the jungle, and it's a Predator killing them off one by one, and they keep sending more mercenaries in. I always forget they're on an actual mission to, like, get intel. No. Like, it, it's, like, so completely unnecessary to me. Yeah.
3: I mean, it is. And that's the thing, right? Like, if you are giving somebody an elevator pitch synopsis of this movie...
2: You're not you're, mentioning that. No,
3: you're mentioning you're mentioning the first thirty seconds and the third act. Yep. Right. It opens up on this elite team on a helicopter flying into the jungle. Fast forward
2: handshake between Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it's a, it's fast, Epic though. It's fast, fast forward awesome. to That's very eighties. That's very
1: good. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely,
3: good yeah, definitely very eighties. And then at the end, you get a good old fashioned alien fighting Arnold Schwarzenegger. And and that's the thing, right? So this creature, it's when you look at the predator on its own, you don't grasp the size difference between it and a human, until you put it next to somebody the size of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then you're like, "Holy shit, this thing is like seven and a half feet tall." Not the original intention either. No, the original intention was to make him tiny, to make him like John. It was literally supposed to be Jean Claude Van Damme. Right. And then he's supposed to be a, found out he was like, No, I can't have my face covered up. Exactly.
1: Yet. It was like Tom Cruise and Iron Man. But like yeah. it was it was written like the Predator was supposed to be like this incredible martial artist alien fighter and they uh, Van Damme turned it down. So I think the guy actually plays um Harry. It was the martial arts tournament with the Predator in it? Harry and Harry and the <laughs> Hendersons. That's it's the same like uh
3: Is it the same I guy? I think so. I could be wrong. I believe Let's it.
1: Let's see. I'll look it up. You can keep talking about it. I'll look it up.
3: But as far as, like, I think going back to the other science fiction movie that's on our list collectively. Terminator? You got Alien. Oh, shit. There's that one, too. Uh, Other alien-based science fiction movie on our list. Aliens. um, These two movie monsters are probably the two most iconic movie monsters, in my opinion.
1: don't they they're fight in the, each other in
3: the at same some point? They do. Yeah. yeah, they are in the same universe. Yeah, I mean, eventually you get a a fairly substantial series of Alien vs Predator movies. None of them are particularly wonderful. I'm either.
2: Go, yeah, I'm I'm gonna nope out of those. So I'm I'm good.
3: I I and and the thing is, if it's got the word Predator attached to it, I'm going to see it, and I'm gonna like. Even if it's really bad, be like at least I got to see some predator action. So, have you ever
2: read the Archie comic, Archie versus the Predator?
3: I've never read Archie versus Predator, but I have read Batman versus Predator.
2: That's probably a better fight than Archie versus Predator.
3: Uh, Batman versus Predator is fantastic.
2: Kevin Peter Hall
1: plays a Predator. Okay, he is also in Harry and the Hendersons, and he died in 1991, age 35, six foot nine. Yes. Lot, Big guy. Probably is hard. A lot taller than uh, Jean-Claude
3: Van Damme. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, so this is, to me, I mean, the fact that this movie happens in the 80s allows me to put it on this list. But just, like, this movie monster is and will always be one of the coolest looking, most interesting looking movie monsters. And it's, like, what really got me into, like, monsters in general. Like, I, I remember watching this as a kid and being like, holy shit. And the thing is, I don't think I saw Predator 1 first. You see? I think the first... I think I saw Predator 2 Oh, that's so
2: bad, too. I'm surprised
3: you carried on. Uh, I thought the fucking monster looked awesome. Yeah, it's, that's... It, again, it didn't matter at a certain point. It was like, these things look fucking cool.
1: Predator 2 takes the... such a, like like... Props for trying, like, making it different, even though they didn't have to. Because they take the Predator out of the jungle and they put him in an urban setting. He's in Los Angeles and he's going yeah. up against Danny Glover. It's
3: really weird. <laughs> I, I think that, like, that side of it could work just fine. I think that they make weird choices with, like, the government team coming in and trying to, like, freeze him out. Like, that was just a dumb—that's like that's where the movie gets really, really dumb. I, I think it can work in an urban setting just fine, but
1: uh, it doesn't really make that much sense to take it out of the. Environment.
2: I mean, they tried again in the new term, uh, the new Predator. Yeah, well, he's kind of in it's an more urban like setting. a more like suburban, right? It's like a, it's he's like a, a, yeah, a, yeah, a
3: straight up suburban yeah. setting. Yeah, um, he's in the suburbs a lot, actually. Uh, Alien vs. Predator, Requiem. Requiem. They're in, yeah, they're in the they're in the that's suburbs. That's a bad
1: movie, but also a very enjoyable movie because
3: that that movie is like the saving grace of the alien versus predator for you, Child, you actually get
1: the alien predator like one-on-one fight that's sorely lacking in the first alien versus predator <laughs> Wait, you don't get that in that you what's get, the point of that movie you get then? it you get but it's like not it's not, it's not that good. satisfying it's
3: not yeah it's not satisfying it's like oh, you only damn. get it once and it's like it doesn't last very long and it doesn't end the way that you think it should end like, it's it's weird
2: got so. to be rocky 3 freeze frame.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean I can I can sing the praises of the original Predator for forever, but let's uh let's move on to the madness right. Well,
1: one thing about Predator, I just want to get both opinions on because I always think about it when I watch it. It's in the third act when he um is preparing Arnold's preparing for his final battle with with the Predator. And he it's at night. He lights a fire. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was so dumb because like the, the
2: so it would attract yes, the yes, the
1: heat off of that, and Arnold's like next to it. It's not like it's a trap; like he's baiting him. He's like there. Yeah. I always thought that was like, but the predator's off nursing his own wounds. I don't know if Arnold would have that like knowledge though. So that always kind of yeah. bothered me. I
0: mean, Maybe it's
2: just the risk he took because he's cold.
1: I, if he had to do it, he <laughs> yeah, had right? to do it. But he, but yeah. like he's you, you can't make him look weak because he's like your hero of the movie. So I don't know.
3: <laughs> I mean, I think that again talking about like when bad guys do dumb things that get themselves killed in movies. Uh The, the predator mask is what allows the predator to be able to see in the jungle. Like a predator's eyes is all infrared all the time. Right. Uh It takes the mask to filter the different levels and allows for heat signatures to like differentiate themselves. Because you see it, like, after the mask comes off, you see through the Predator's eyes again as the mask comes off, and it's, like, all the same color right. with, like, a kind of outline. I'm like, I- I'm sorry. I wouldn't choose to go into a fight blind, even if I am cocky. It's like i still like to be able to see now. But that
1: seems like a respect thing. Like, okay – you're like my equal. I respect you. I'm taking off my armor. We're going to do this thing. He does the same thing in Requiem, and it's badass when he takes off his mask. You get to see like this. face. Is. Arnold calls him an ugly motherfucker. It's like, it's like yeah. it, it works. You need it.
3: You you need the mask coming off definitely for the face. To finally see what's under that mask is it's, – it's jarring. Like you look at it. You're like that's not what you – you get fucking mandibles and teeth inside of teeth and – Rows of them, oh, it's dope as hell taking off the mask off. I'm just saying, from a tactical standpoint, I don't think anybody's stupid enough to do that. Especially a higher-functioning super alien. You'd be
2: surprised. Honor blinds That's people it. in fights like that. Good in point. Movies. It's a, yeah, got a full point.
1: honor move. That's why, like, you don't hate the Predator. Like, he's the bad guy, but he's, like, so cool that it's, like, it's like okay. He's doing his own thing. Like, it's going different planets, taking on, like, the strongest people. Yeah. That's, like, what he's doing Everybody's for. got a 9 that's to it. 5. You know, that's, that's what their alien race does. More power to them. Yeah. I don't hate it. I'm not a badass mercenary. I'm never going to get called to the jungle to fight the Predator. So. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with not. Fine with that. All right, guys, that's our individual one through five. So I guess we can get to the madness round. We should have a cool musical cue for the madness round. Someone learn piano. Play me off, Johnny. (laughs) Exactly. That was exactly what I was thinking, Corey. That's pretty awesome. Anywho, so the madness round, how this is going to work is we have a wheel, it's a digital wheel, it's on my phone. I will spin the wheel a few times. All of our choices, one through five, are on this wheel. As the choices are revealed, that will be what will determine the five movies we will kind of talk about, battle out, to see what will be, will, we will rank one through five. Before the show started, we took one movie from each of our individual lists and we um, protected it. So, if a movie comes up in our random wheel spin that we do not agree with, we have the option, each individual person has the option of vetoing that movie. If it is a protected movie, which we don't know about, then uh, obviously our veto does not work and the protection will cancel out that veto. So there's got to be a better way to say all this. Like...
2: <laughs> we should hire someone for very little money to pre-record it right? at once. Someone like James Earl Jones
3: he can't be that expensive right he's only the voice of darth vader
2: yeah like what's he got going on now seriously (laughs) anyway james listen it's 2020 part two so yes
3: the madness round
2: the rules are tough
1: to say but it is madness after all so (laughs) So you'll kind of get it as we do it and we've done it numerous times so far so if you've made it this far in the five movie madness podcast gallery thank you and uh yeah i guess let's get on with it boys let me pull up the wheel here here we go baby Make sure my sound is off. Oh, we didn't do Bubbles. Do you want to do Bubbles? Uh, yeah,
3: while well, he's pulling up the yes. list. Yeah. My, my two mm-hmm. Bubbles mm-hmm.
1: that were set already was um,
2: Top Gun and Lethal Weapon.
3: Uh, Die Hard and RoboCop.
2: I was the Running Man, and then my second Bubble was just, for me, Bloodsport.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Again, that's I put that in like the sports movie
3: realm, but...
2: Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Van I, I
1: love it.
3: I was really, really arguing with myself for a long time about putting on um return of the jedi i i
2: thought i thought empire might have made your list
3: i was really really considering putting a star wars be it empire or return of the Jedi. i i couldn't do it i could not do it
2: oh wait you like jedi better don't you i do like Jedi better yeah yeah okay so the uh jedi is my
1: favorite of the original three but empire is a better movie that's always a tough decision right It's like, this is my favorite. This one's kind of better. Yeah. Yeah, It's hard to do. It's a a tough call. All right, without further ado, first spin. See if you guys can read that. Can you? Can you? Not yet. Joe number two.
2: Die Hard. I'm okay with that. (laughs) I'm also okay with that. I I feel like that should make the list.
1: Probably should. All right. The next spin.
3: Yes. Predator Predator, baby.
1: Uh, I think there's no
2: point in vetoing
1: it. (laughs) It's on my list, too.
2: I mean, I could, but I'm okay with letting it be there.
1: I think this would be the one that Corey would protect. But Corey normally protects his number five. You'd think so. Corey's a wild card. (laughs) You never know. All right, the next spin is in.
3: Matt number three. three.
1: The Terminator. I fucking love all of this right now. Also, very okay with it. That's their. Is that there are only three crossovers? It is. Yeah, right. both of their three crossovers.
2: Very good. Here we go. Well, I didn't have Predator. Oh, you did Was not really. Yeah. Uh, no.
3: spin it again. It's my number two, which is also the Terminator. Right on. You're number five. The Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade.
1: I'm gonna veto it. Yes, you are. Because it's doesn't fit for what we're going for. Well,
3: <laughs> joke's on you. That's what I protect. Uh, no, I'm no, kidding. I didn't no. protect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. I use my veto. That's a crazy world where that's what Corey <laughs> protects. All right. Next spin. So we have Die Hard and the Terminator and the Predator. So we do have two more spins left. It's hard to keep track when we have commonality and vetoes.
2: Yeah. This might be, end up being a very easy list. Matt, too.
1: That was also Die Hard. Oh, die Hard, okay. yeah. <laughs> How about your four? What's your number four? That four was Predator. <laughs> Here we <Wow>.
2: go.
3: <laughs> My number three, Top Gun.
2: I'm going to veto it. Okay. All right. Good move.
3: There's the vetoes. <laughs> there go the Good vetoes
1: <laughs> yeah i thought Corey, so. you still have a veto
2: left you're the only one yes five three which is lethal weapon
3: okay it's all on my list i'm not gonna leave i'm not gonna veto it damn all right also the rest of my list has already been vetoed so i can't be ve- i shouldn't veto anything anyways if you guys want something in particular you should tell me right now so that i can veto the next movie if it's not it
2: I mean, I'm trying to get first blood on there. So oh, really right. my goal. So,
1: here's our choices left. We got first blood, Running Man, and Aliens. That's the only three left that are possible to join our list here. So. All
2: right, so fingers crossed. So first say that blood. one more
3: time. It's it's Running Man, first blood, Alien, and Aliens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Can't see it. Uh weapon it's already on, the on weapon. there. Oh, it's gonna be Matt One, Matt Three. Already on there.
1: What you got? Terminator. Come on, mm-hmm. come on, come on! <laughs>
2: is, is is this thrilling everyone at home? Joe Five, Aliens. Vito. Good All call. All right. <laughs> so now I can.
3: I'm, I'm I'm pulling for I'm pulling for Rambo. It's only for at this point. First Blood right. and Running Man.
2: We got a two-thirds chance. Long... Allegedly. But the
3: thing is, it's gonna take us forever spins to get there.
2: That's the oh, issue yeah, right now. Oh yeah, it's gonna be forever. Can't see it. Matt 5. That is uh,
1: Running Man. Damn it. Damn oh.
2: it, <laughs> the <called> one movie.
3: <laughs> I, wish I, had ali- I, I wish I had left aliens. You know what's funny, though?
1: I protected the Running Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, wow. So it's going to make the list regardless.
2: Damn it, First Blood. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, wow. Corey, I'm assuming you protected Predator. I did. I did. Protect yes. I protected the lethal weapon. Okay. okay.
3: Yeah. Ah. Sucks.
2: There it is. All right,
3: so Predator's number one.
2: No, absolutely not. Uh, I think it's... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, it's, it's... Let's run down the list. Let's run down the list first. Hold on. So you got we
1: got Running Man, Terminator, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, and The Predator. Corey, you said it yourself that the movie is the third act in the first 30 seconds. So... <laughs>
3: i said if i was giving an elevator pitch i would say that i you talked about how much i loved i talked about how much i loved that explode that that hunt in the jungle where they blow up the, the small village
2: you did and me and matt forgot that was in yes. the movie.
3: that's fair <laughs> listen the only one of these movies that's on all three of our lists is terminator correct, correct? all right so that's gotta be number one i'm fine and with that.
2: that was a what's that two three three four? Three, three two three three two i, got, I have it
3: at four. Oh, my bad yes Two, three, four?
1: I started the wrong thing. It's two, three, four. Yeah. Okay.
3: And then who... Joe, where do you have Predator?
2: I don't have Predator. Oh, Matt? I have predator. I have predator I as four. Oh, four.
3: So does two, three, four beat one, four? No,
1: does it beat two, two, which is Die Hard, which is the true number two here?
2: Get <laughs> out of here.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean... <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs>
2: I gotta go die hard, baby. This is bullshit.
3: <laughs> There's no way my number one is going to slide to three. Uh, I think there is, but
2: it, it,
1: it looks, it looks it's very real. <laughs> one way. four,
3: one four is more important than two, two
1: two? Two plus two is four. It averages out to a two. And then one four averages five, and it averages out to two and a half.
3: I'm I if if that's how this list is going to go, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking protest this list going go, moving. Your forward. protest is noted. I'm, I'm just not saying doing it out math. now. I'm, <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just saying it right now. Your protest
1: is noted. Um, it is filed.
2: I'll away. even write it down if you want. Uh, let's see. A little asterisk next to it. Corey protests. I
3: do fucking protest it. My number one gets slid to number three. From a critical standpoint,
1: Predators at an 81%. Very frustrating. A Die Hard would be at a 94.
3: Fucking Christmas movies beating one of the best sci-fi movies ever made. Wild to me.
1: Yeah. Well, it's one of the greatest action movies of all time. <laughs> okay, for our number three.
3: Uh, No, Predator falls there. I mean, it can't go any lower
1: yeah I both have lethal weapon. I do not have lethal weapon although did make my bubble
2: i i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and imagine running man is yeah five, I guess so and there should be no debating so. that
1: <laughs> running man at five. I'm okay with
2: this list. I'm yeah. disappointed about first nope. blood, but i'm okay I'm with I'm glad
1: this list. that um for the sake of drama, we didn't get first blood on there at the end. I feel that makes for a better episode in my opinion. Craig would have been mad. We would have been fighting
2: for his number one at four.
3: Yeah, uh, no. My number one would have still fallen into three.
2: No. no if if, if, if three. Rambo. If... Madden myself would have been fighting that yeah. it was at number four. It would have, everything would have oh. slid down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it would have been at number four, but that right. we would have tried.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Die Hard shouldn't be number two in this list, anyways, but that's fine. Let's just move on.
1: Um, from a structural standpoint, I just think Die Hard's a better film.
2: I also agree with that. Uh, Predator. And then we got four, which was d- 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 Lethal Weapon. Okay. Yeah, lethal Weapon, and then five is The... Not bad. Not bad. All right, bad. let me run it down.
1: Do it. Top five 80s action movies, the definitive list. Number five, The Running Man. Number four, Lethal Weapon. Number three, Predator. Number two, Die Hard. And number one, The Terminator. Good list. Good list. It's Porsche.
3: solid. It is a solid list.
1: Very good list.
2: We got all cornerstones of 80s action in there, I think. Yes. Definitely. The sci-fi, the absolutely ridiculous <laughs> not sci-fi.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, man.
1: If we were just like, you know, no, not f-
2: freewheeling and not using the wheel,
1: <laughs> it would have been uh, First Blood on there for sure, but...
2: I think that's the only change. It would have been at first by the right? of the run. Yeah, then that everything slides down a peg.
3: Yeah, except for predator. Yeah. There's no. I would not have let predator slide to four. Well, you, yeah, I exactly. have a choice. I absolutely would have had a choice. <laughs> I because there's no fucking reason that
2: Corey just hits end call in the Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. Nope, I didn't hear Does you.
3: Fucking, like, end the Zoom call, delete the thing, and we start <laughs> over again. Because there's no way. No, I would not have let that happen.
2: I respect your fight. I respect your fire I think it's the first episode We use all three vetoes That's cool I think so Yeah Yeah definitely the first. We need we a stat person <laughs> To keep track of that Yeah Like outside high Corey Corey's Un-trained, Your list is always
1: Off the wall man Yeah That's like a... This one's
2: not so Top, much Top Gun And Indiana Jones I understand uh, Top Gun Was the one, was this the not, one That threw like, me Top Gun of 5 I could see,
1: I guess
3: See, I put Cr- Crusade down at the bottom because I think that's the least action. Yeah, but like
1: Top Gun has like
2: planes,
1: like and f- and for ninety yeah. percent of it, there's like no bullets or missiles.
2: There's a lot of love scenes and singing yeah. and volleyball.
3: There is there is a, a list I was looking at where they put Full Metal Jacket on there for eighties action. Is that the eighties? Yeah, like
2: eighty, yeah. I think. Right. I thought that was early nineties. For some reason, no, definitely yeah. not.
3: Um, 87. 87?
2: Wow. Okay. Okay. Same yeah, predator,
3: but like I, 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 was like, there's no, I, that to me doesn't make any sense. The second half of the movie, maybe, but that movie is a is a tale of two different halves. Anyways, like
2: that's like a that's like a d- thriller in the I first never part. I of it. never yeah, watched the for second sure. half. I always shut it off after. Training. No,
3: I, I almost, I almost always better. To, yeah, yeah.
2: It's,
3: the training sequence is, is unbelievable. It's one of the some of the best shot film ever, but second half of that movie is oh, very different.
1: It's very good. but
2: yeah, The war part of a war movie is the bad part. Go figure.
3: Yeah, right? Very
1: true.
2: Not the bad part, but the less good part.
1: All right, guys. Anything you want to plug?
2: Five Movie Madness. You should listen. Oh, wait. Social media.
1: You can follow us.
2: <laughs> yeah, social media. Uh, FiveMovieMadness at gmail dot com and at FiveMovieMadness on Twitter. Those both use the number five. Send us five. an
1: email because we will like read it. We, we there's no unless it's a highly highly yeah, we offensive. Read. We'll read it on air. It's fine. Yeah, we no, don't it's, mind. It's cool. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: tell us <laughs> maybe we'll probably no, we will. Tell us probably.
3: what your top five would be if you were here on the show with us.
2: Please. That's going to be the most fun part when people yeah. start doing that.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: That's like the thing with this you, when I tell people about the show. Like,
1: oh, do you have this? Or, oh. I, I, people hand me their post-it notes with, like, this is my five. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then, like, I'm thinking back. I'm like, yeah, I crap all over this.
2: <laughs> what <a movie. laughs> I hated every one of these movies.
3: These movies. You don't actually know what a film is, apparently. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter, I am at... I am City Folk Soul. Yeah. You can tweet me and, you know, tell me how right I am and my belief that Predators should be higher on the
1: list. you can tell Corey how. If you want to tell me how wrong Corey is, I am at MR underscore Janny. J-A-N-N-Y. I rarely tweet, and I mostly talk about sports stuff, or I just retweet bad articles about the Philadelphia Eagles. So you're a train wreck right now. But if you...
3: (laughs) An absolute fucking train wreck. It's wild.
1: I'll converse with the fans. It's cool. I want to increase my follower base and uh, talk some movies with uh, the listeners out there. That's a lot of fun. And, of course, tweet the regular show page. (laughs) The show handle
2: yes please do if we're all plugging our own Twitters by the time this airs I'll probably be using Twitter more I'm at Juice Clerk very cool
3: <laughs> one day Joe I want you to sit down and tell me why you're at Juice Clerk I want to know can do it
2: right now if you want I
3: mean I've got a minute or two
2: it's from when I worked at, uh, started working at a supermarket and I was the clerk in the juice aisle and oh. everyone started calling me Juice that's how it worked do you like being called Juice Stuck Alright. I'm used to it.
1: So, I'm, I I change it.
3: I won't in uh I can't in good conscience call anybody juice anymore.
1: Because of
2: OJ? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I
1: think enough time's pass where OJ's like funny now. I don't know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Might still be guilty of murder, but who oh. knows, right? Hilarity. <laughs> oh I Jesus.
1: What a way to end this <laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it. Anybody else have anything?
3: No, sir. All right, that's going to do it for nope, this edition
1: of Five Movie Madness next week. Joe will take us down the wonderful path of monster movies, and there's going to be some choices on this list that you guys might not think about there.
2: Number 4 will <laughs> shock you. Clickbait. It might
3: Shit, you guys is I don't I'm not I'm damn it. <laughs>
1: All right, that's going to do it for this episode. And on behalf of all of us, take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.
3: Adios.